0: My whole life, I've always rooted for the underdog, and I have always identified as one. Being a person of color, it wasn't too hard to do so. And no matter how fucked this country gets, and it's way beyond six ways from Sunday, there are always moments that show that progress is possible. I remember when I was a teenager, I would periodically be stopped by the police, and old women would be weary when I would pass them. That hasn't happened in a very long time, and I know, deep down, that's a good thing. Although, two months ago, when I went to the ATM and the old lady clutched her purse as I passed her, I took pride and thought, I still got it.
1: <laughs> Welcome to Broken Corners. This is Karen. I'm Mondo. Uh, and this week we are talking about developments towards freedom in the U.S. And for season three, we had said we were going to talk about events within our own lifetimes, but we're going to break the rules a little bit, switch it up, and actually talk more just about um civil rights. Over the course of American history. And we might even go
0: outside of the U.S.
1: What, what? To, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. What does that feel like when you know that people are afraid of you and it has nothing to do with you?
0: Um, When I was a kid, I, I you know, it was funny. I never really realized it. Until I got older and recently in New York City, maybe about five years ago, with the whole stop and frisk policies mm. and that being a very – like part of the conversation of like, hey, that shit's fucked up. Yeah. I never – it's not that I didn't realize it, it, but it's just such a matter. And I think any young you know, teenage kid who who is a color, mostly black or brown, I think it's a part of their life. They yeah. are just used to it. Oh, you know, 5 O's is going to stop me again.
1: Right. You know. Well, it's – okay. So with the cops – it's bad enough it's it's plenty bad and that's that's its own thing but then what does it feel like to you know just like random lady is afraid of me
0: um it's kind of i mean it's a little insulting because it's like i'm not really going to do anything to you right um you know but uh and once again like it hasn't happened to me in so long and that when it did when i when it happened recently (laughs) and i joke and say i still got it right But you know, it was more like I had an I. I'm old enough to know that there's a level of ignorance in her, Mm -hmm. and um, you know, this is what she maybe believes through her ignorance, and it's fucked up. I know that, yeah. And not of you know, and it was like a counter, I guess it really is kind of weird because I was like, oh yeah, I, I got some street cred still. <laughs> Wait, why is that street cred? That's the worst thing. I don't know why I, I'm not, um, I, I, I realize how ridiculous what I'm saying is, but yeah, no, I took a little bit of pride in that. <laughs> I still feel kind of weird saying that, but I'm going to say it. I did. <laughs> but it is wonderful. I mean, you know, even with like the, the stop and frisk has been reduced. Yeah. And that's a good thing. And I mean, and, and it's a policy that's in place now to reduce that.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, it still happens, uh, especially largely with, you Have know, Have you ever black...
1: been frisked? Oh yeah.
0: Well, the... yeah. Are you? Yeah. 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 Oh, uh, there was one time that I don't mean Tracy. Oh, no, <laughs> no, there was one time me and Rob were walking. I think I was about, we were, I was like probably 20 something. We were walking down Northern Boulevard. And I was just in, you know, we were going to get food after like, you know, just hanging out and the cop stopped and I didn't really, it didn't click in my mind mm-hmm. that they were stopping us yeah. and I just kept walking. And, like, Rob was like, yo, yo, stop. And Rob's like, you know, so I just immediately put, they put my hands up and just kept, like, kind of walking. Just, like, I was, I don't know. I was in another daze. Yeah. And they're like, why are you still walking? They're yelling at me. I'm like, I don't know why. Yeah. And then I like, put your hands down. I'm like, why? I, I'm like, have my hands up. I'm like, why? You're the police. What? And, 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 you know, they would just, like, you know, periodically they go in your pocket. You know, this was the 90s. No one cared. Yeah. You know, they would go in your pocket and see what you had and you know didn't ass and there were other times like uh my friend Fred who is probably like 62, mm-hmm. 3 maybe at the time, probably 350.
1: Yeah. Just
0: a you know a big man.
1: Yeah.
0: Um African American and he would just all the time. Really? All the time like they would stop and frisk him and we would walk together so they would stop and frisk him and me. Sometimes I guess if if I didn't match the description but he did which is just being black. Yeah. <laughs> um they would yell at me to keep walking and then stop him for like 20 minutes. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, and that was rough because, I mean, I mean, one time he was my neighbor. So, uh, you know, my mom knew him because he was – he would eat at my house, I'd eat at his house, like, every mm-hmm. day. So it was one of those things where you would just be...
1: He was your, like, hey, can you come out to play, for Yeah, yeah, he right.
0: was, yeah, we lived, like, in the, an attached house, so, like, I would knock on the wall, like, yo, you going outside, and, like, stuff <laughs> like that. So, um, no, one time the cop stopped, him, and my mother yelled at the cop, mm. <laughs> like,
1: they him alone, he's a good
0: kid, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but, uh, no, it's, it's something happens, but, like, you know, and it's, it's part of that conversation that.
1: That tapered off when you got older or when you moved? I or? think it
0: just, it, yeah, uh moved and um I don't, you know, I don't dress the same that I used yeah. to dress. You know, you kind of, like, I don't, you know, wear it. I used to wear my, you know, my jeans a little bit, you know, lower. Lower. And, you know, Timberlands, boots, you know. Higher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I used to, you know, dress... I used to like rap. I used to, you know, like 90s rap and very like Wu-Tang style. And I you, know, you try to mimic that. Yeah. And I'm not saying that that is a reason for that, but that's what they kind of look for. Right. You know what I mean? That's what they, you know, cops are just kind of, you know, fucked up. But that's what they train trained to do. And they say, oh, you fit this profile because you're wearing the uniform. Right. Of a perp, even though you're just a kid who likes rap and wants to dress cool.
1: Do you think wait, so you do think it's it's changed for the city overall to some extent, it, I, but aside from like it's changed for you, well, it's changed for, for me reasons. because I'm in
0: a different place and I'm older, yeah. right, but yeah. it's also I think I mean it starts with policy changes, which is the most important thing if you can change the policy to not be so or not um allow people to have that sort of freedom and then also also have an understanding of why the policy is changing. Yeah. Um, I think that starts that triggers something. And how long that takes probably man, it probably takes twenty years to really change. Right. But I mean
1: it's interesting the differences in developments of of civil rights in in cities versus in the country overall. And yeah. how there's sort of a different story that plays out at the same time. Right. Um yeah. Yeah. It's funny because I don't know. I don't know why. I mean, I don't know if I would necessarily have thought about stop and frisk under yeah. civil rights. But mm-hmm. then when I was looking at the actual definition of civil mm-hmm. rights, at least on Wikipedia, is um it's it's equal treatment under the law. Right. Which it, it's just funny how it's not it's not a given.
0: No. It's, <laughs> it's, like, it's
1: not a given right. which which should be I mean it's obvious based on history, you know, in going in going back and looking. It felt like uh every time every time I had a question about so when when did this when did this right come into effect? Then mm-hmm. then it would flip me back even further. So right. like I wanted to see when women could vote and when mm-hmm. and when black people could vote. Right. And so it was actually what the 15th did we say the 15th amendment? I believe so yeah. Is what allowed black people to vote, and that was back in eighteen seventy mm-hmm. but then you had you had almost a hundred years of poll taxes and intimidation
0: and you needed land ownership was that a part of it that too? could be
1: a stipulation yeah. Yeah, right you, you had to be able to read. read yeah, you had to be a man <laughs> right uh, there there was all of this stuff, and so it wasn't actually until. 1965 1965 yeah that the the voting rights act was right. passed and then that was when there was actual you know federal intervention to make right. sure the voting um intimidation didn't yeah. happen
0: yeah well it seems like every time there's some progress there's always something that's like we've discussed this here before like every time there's like some progress some, some somebody's like
1: you know what <laughs> <laughs> yeah let me punch you in the face yeah
0: you get a little too uppity, you know, it's like, let me yeah. like bring it down and not to, you know, one of the fascinating things I always was when African-Americans were trying or former slaves, were, you know, were trying to get the right to vote and, um, the suffragette movement, I think first wave maybe was trying to also align themselves. Yeah. Yeah. And then they felt very, um, slighted that they weren't included. Right. You know? Well,
1: because, because progressive women were such a big part of the abolitionist movement. Mm-hmm. And so then, then when you had that divergence, right? Of, you know,
0: and then to the it's point, not
1: your time yet.
0: Yeah, and then you know there was even almost like some minor alignment with the KKK after that. Oh, um. So I always find that kind of funny, but oh, but that whole thing reminded me of the 2008 election with well the the primary with um Obama and. Hillary, Hillary, yeah. Where it was like, you know, it was almost like, yeah. Right. So it was kind of weird, like, like pick, to have that
1: pick your identity allegiance.
0: Yeah, it, it's yeah. it's really it's funny how history can uh, repeat itself in some weird way.
1: Did. I can't remember if if we talked about this on the podcast or not. So if we did stop me, but there was, I actually read an article a week or two, well, more than that ago about the women's branch of the KKK. Mm -hmm. Did we talk about that? No. Oh, it's so creepy.
0: I'm sure it is. It's so
1: creepy. So the, I think it was the fifties or sixties and. The KKK had had a lot of bad press, and so there. Um, I wonder why there was this woman who had been working with them to help them with mm. their PR. Oh Jesus! And so then, out of her involvement, they were like, "Oh, we should just have a women's branch of the KKK." Oh. And so they started that up, and they would they would invite people to come watch this movie, and they would say, "Oh, so you know, you're one of the." You're one of the upstanding people in the community. You always seem like a leader. Yeah. And so you're, you're the type of person we're looking for. Come to our meeting. And so people would be flattered and they would come. And then I just, I saw this picture. I want to say it might have been on Atlas Obscura that I saw that article, but it, this picture of all of these women in KKK robes and then with their like, with their purses <laughs> and their pumps on. <laughs> It It was just, and they looked like women I went to church with when I was a kid, like women from the country in church and, you know, just smiling. Like like I've been, you know, like I've been in a member of women's groups before and I was like that, oh, that is the creepiest thing. And they, Mm. they initially were sort of well perceived. Yeah. um, And then, but over time they became more and more involved with violent activities. And so the same, you know, the same sort of stigma became attached to them.
0: I don't. And, and I don't like there. There's something about you remember like recently when all those videos were being filmed, there was like a huge amount of them, like back to back to back. And it was people usually it was usually white women, um, saying, "Do you live here?" You know, and like oh. stopping people who they, in their house and you know? shit. Right. <laughs> like, what do you live here? What are you doing here? It's always freaky to me when it's like racist, angry white women mm-hmm. to me. Or, sometimes are a little bit more scary than like racist white men yeah like you know what i mean like there's something because about... there's a
1: different power I just, like yeah. the, is it, it because was it because white women were sort of the standard they were the symbol that white men in white supremacy used as like this is what we're protecting mm-hmm. against the is because there's such a consequence like if you if you tangle with a white woman then the it's not just like one white man it's all white men are coming for you oh like
0: a Emmett till type shit yeah um uh, no I, it's more along like i just what freaks me out i think it's how and that is very serious uh, but how <laughs> like um like and maybe this is my gender bias of mm-hmm. like how maybe i don't like just how we like angry and like visceral if it, their like anger the, comes out like yeah. it's like, like the
1: level of entitlement it's
0: or? it's it's both it's, it's that too but it's like i it's like almost as if they've taken all the, sh- the bad shit that's happened to them mm-hmm. in their life and they have put it into this bundle of hate towards something that so did like, not affect them like,
1: <laughs> you think it's like like they're lashing they're lashing out at the men that they have power over versus that they, like, that they're on more equal footing with versus the men who have the power over them?
0: Possibly. I don't know. It's just like, yeah, it just seems like they're repurposing all this anger from being also marginalized into, yeah. like, and and somehow, like, it's always just weird to me how visceral, like, it seems a little bit more personal.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I do, I do think men, people can be really afraid of women's anger. In a way that, because, because women aren't supposed to be angry.
0: Damn right, no, I'm sorry.
1: (laughs) That's why I'm always so charming. No, uh.
0: Yeah, (laughs) pre-recording, you have to see your
1: guys. (laughs) So when, when you see the opposite, and also because, because women, especially like in American society, the Protestant, the Protestant party line all through the 1800s was that the mother was, Sort was the center of the home, and right. was like her main job was to instill the the values in the mm-hmm. children, and that was her contribution to the world. And so, yeah, when you when you see, I don't know, when you have when when you put on this pedestal that doesn't make any sense, right? Then I can it it is almost like oh you're evil, yeah. If you're what like your your badness is, you know, really elevated,
0: right? Yeah, no, I and mean, like I said, it could be a gender, but thing that I have, yeah, and how I view
1: women. But it, yeah, <laughs> women women are maybe too. There's something. There is something scary with someone who they're not necessarily going to hit you, so they're just like unleashing in terms of emotion mm. and verbally at you. So the. I'm not saying it's it's I'm not saying it's the physical violence would be better sometimes but well it might mean, be if, it's, if it's
0: not like that like some maybe it's it's easier to understand
1: maybe yeah, or easier to have easier to defend yourself from right yeah that's interesting
0: it is interesting,
1: do you guys think that's interesting? <laughs>
0: I don't know, it's something I have to work with. No, because it's, it is something weird, and it's something that, um I really, uh, noticed recently, that, like, the large amounts of white women who are, you know, after this election, who are, uh, doing these weird, who are being recorded doing these horrible things. There was a lady in, I think it was Brooklyn, with the, the bodega? Oh, the,
1: the that the kid touched her ass, she and, said. Yeah, and it was, you know. She was nuts. Uh,
0: she, but like, just like, gone. Like, yeah. fucking gone. Um, you know, there's the, I mean, there's even that, um, the cop, the white, the, the, the cop who went into that man's house in Dallas and she shot him, She, but she went into his
1: house and they were sleeping together.
0: Yeah. There was something more there. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, she
1: said that she, it was, his apartment was right above hers. And I, I don't know. I think she, she was either drunk or high and they were sleeping together or she was or she was just messed up, but I I don't know. There there were too many, there were too many things that didn't make sense about yeah, that story. Maybe
0: she wanted to like get with him, and he was like, "No, I don't like you."
1: Yeah. Well, the neighbors said through the wall that they heard heard uh, him say, "Why are you doing this?" Uh, right before the gunshot. Yeah. So who knows on that one? Yeah.
0: We're fucked up world, but we have a lot of progress coming through, and we're
1: we're upbeat. <laughs> <laughs> Well. I mean now it's just documented. Was it always happening but now it's documented? Yeah.
0: No, no, sure. I mean like that's the whole thing with like cell phones, right? Everything is on the spot and there's been there's been countless like and stuff some stuff gets posted like like I think about um the woman who filmed when her boyfriend I think her partner was uh shot in the car. Do you
1: remember that? Oh yeah. That was
0: disturbing. In
1: um was it Minnesota or was it it was either Minnesota or Wisconsin.
0: Yeah. We,
1: that, that poor guy who was a – he was like a monitor in the lunchroom.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: or, and the baby was in the back too. Yeah, the little girl.
0: There was a, the bouncer dude who like saved some people from another guy getting – like being killed. And I think the police came and killed the bouncer dude. Um, So this episode was about to be about progress. <laughs> but I mean it – but it is – um. I don't know. I think, you know, to counter some of that and, you know, with regards to police uh violence, um you know, um, body cams. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, I don't know how effective they are, but that's something. <laughs> that's
1: progress. <laughs> that's progress. It's, yeah, it's overwhelming. It's-
0: it, yeah, it's almost like the more you hear about it, it's even like almost it makes you feel... Like, like it's too much, you know. Like, like how do you combat something that's too much? I mean, where the whole civil rights movement basically did come out of Emmett Till with the um the picture with the casket open, Mm -hmm. and I I forgot what what magazine, or I think it was posted like in all the newspapers across America, and that really sparked something. Because
1: his mother chose to have the open casket because she wanted people to see, and
0: it's a powerful statement, right? Yeah, how um, he
1: was Emmett Emmett Till was, yeah, fourteen. And a white woman said that he was it that he raped her, or I think that he, he just, just whistled,
0: her? whistled at her. Oh, something not even like. I mean, I know it's the. I'm not justifying it, but like different time, but it's still ridiculous either way. Like you don't, you know, you
1: don't kill somebody over a cat call.
0: You don't kill people.
1: Yeah, <laughs> like
0: anyone. Yep. Like So yep. you know. It's, it was, yeah, it's a powerful statement. I, I, I wonder, do people get desensitized by the countless amounts of violence?
1: Yeah, I think so. I think so. I, I mean, I think a lot of people don't, I, I think depending on your political persuasion, you either see it a lot or you don't see it at all.
0: Right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, cause it could, yeah, it could be, uh, roses. And... I don't know. I, I wonder, it's fun. It's, It's funny because we we were you know wanted to talk about like all the progress and there has been a lot of progress on paper, but there has been a lot of you know. So you get all the rights to vote. Women get the right to vote. Mm -hmm. Um, and black people get get the right. Title
1: IX. You get Roe v. Wade. You
0: get all these things, and then it's it's like it's a constant barrage to protect these tiny bits of freedom. Yeah. Right. And um, then you
1: get Betsy DeVos trying to take, under Title IX, trying to yeah. take away the so Olympics money, you know? Ex-
0: explain, explain Title IX, because I have a little bit of, of understanding through uh, co- collegiate sports, but I, there's more to it than that.
1: Yeah, you know? I mean, well, Title IX, Title IX was passed in 1972, so it's a little bit earlier <laughs> than when we came around, and what it, what it does is it, uh, it's supposed to prevent discrimination in educational settings. Mm-hmm. And so one of the major applications was, uh, that it allowed, um, or it, it brought in the idea of equality for girls playing sports. Yeah. And women playing sports in, you know, in college settings. Right. Yeah. But then there's, there's a lot of other discussion around what gets slotted underneath mm-hmm. it. And so, uh, Obama, he had, he, I, I don't know a lot about this, but he, he had brought in more regulation about, about handling of sexual assault on campuses. Yes. And that's something that Betsy DeVos is trying to kill. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, and how it's reported and how yeah. it's handled on campus. Yeah. It's a whole, shitty... which is,
1: it is, it's interesting to put that under the idea of, um, discrimination, mm-hmm. but because <laughs> I don't know, how do you look at parody for that? Because you don't. Because I mean, I'm sure there are sexual assaults of men on campus. Yeah, I would imagine. I'm sure it doesn't occur to.
0: I mean, not as much as women. I would imagine. No, but there are. You know, there are. Of course, it's the same thing with domestic violence. There, yeah, you know, men are can be. You know, or they don't call it domestic violence; they call it partner, partner. intimate partner violence. Yeah. IPV. Um, and you know, of course, it happens to men, but predominantly it happens to women. That's just the power dynamic in in relationships.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean I think yeah there's there's definitely been backlash around Title 9. Yeah, and I think with these with these major, you know, sort of civil rights acts, you can you can look at you can look at what they're supposed to do and then there's what they actually are able right. to do and then there's sort of the like unintended consequences. Right. Of what they do I was watching There's this new show I've only watched The first episode But Brian got me Going on it on It's on Netflix It's called Trigger Warning
0: Yeah he just texted me Last night about it. <laughs> yeah, he was like You gotta watch He was like Alright I added it To my queue I was like Alright I'll watch it He's like It's so good
1: <laughs> <laughs> It's it's this uh it's this guy who's a, a rapper who i'm i wasn't familiar with before I killer started. mike right yes, yeah killer yeah. mike his whole i don't know if i don't know if the whole series is about this but at least his sort of thesis for the first episode was that one of the one of the impacts of um desegregation which came which came from the Civil Rights Act in 1964 was that, like he he said something like when when he was a kid he thought that civil rights had been solved because mm-hmm. black people could sit at the counter next to white people and have a soda, right? And he didn't realize that it in the so before segregation because black people were only allowed to deal with one another it meant that they they had a separate community and yep. in that community <sighs> they had resources. Yep, and so you went to you went to a black barber mm-hmm. you went to a black doctor like yeah. cradle to the grave right. you know the from the doctor that delivered you to the like undertaker that put you in the ground it right. was a black owned business right and so that the black community had money yeah to some extent because they were you know they were keeping it within their own community and yeah. so his his whole premise was he was trying to spend 3 days where going from Athens where he lives where he has businesses to no no sorry reverse Atlanta mm-hmm. where he has businesses to Athens where he had a performance coming up yeah he wanted to only patronize black black owned businesses yeah. for three days some of it it's a little it's a little goofy because the it's very scripted yeah but he has a lot of great things to say but what's really cool is he he goes and um he when he gets to Athens he tries to he tries to only patronize black- owned businesses and right. ends up sleeping on a bench in the park
0: because there's no, <laughs> nobody yeah, yeah,
1: there's nowhere to sleep right right right. um, and right. he goes to he he finds a black-owned restaurant the next day, but then the the food that they prepare is not from black owned farms
0: right so
1: and to get to Athens, like he he had the option of riding a bike. They got from a black owned business, but it was 75 miles away and he's a big dude. Yeah. So instead he chartered a whole church bus owned by, like it was the only <laughs> black owned <laughs> bus. But like, I don't know if he needed to fly somewhere. Yeah, I don't he, know he how he'd get anywhere. Well, yeah. but
0: I, I don't know, right?
1: But that, that that's just but that was interesting interesting to me because I'd never yeah, I'd never really considered that that there was you had the like that concept of separate but equal. yeah, that always just seemed like, means? oh, obviously that's not possible, yeah, but it wasn't equal, but it still had benefits,
0: yeah, and that is so when Jackie Robinson was the first uh, African American baseball player mm-hmm. uh, when he left the Negro Leagues and went into the Dodgers. Uh, and then the, the full-on integration of baseball, all the businesses that were black-owned that were around the Negro League basically crumbled uh, because of the integration. So you had progress on one end. Right. It's, it's the same thing. The progress on one end and the the, the crippling of – black owned businesses on the other end because of integration yeah which is weird right
1: <laughs> well that's i mean that's like what happened with um women's baseball like the yeah. a league of their own right, right right how once the war was over yeah and also the rosie the riveters it mm-hmm. was like get out of the factories and give yeah. the men the job back yeah
0: that's exactly and then have babies yeah yeah no it's it's really fa- i mean it, it's fascinating um to think about those things but it's like wow like how, I mean, what, what, yeah, I don't know. Like, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> like, it's just, Yeah. Like, people who, yeah, the, the, there was a community and there was something and, like, because it's not full integration, right, at first. And uh, it maybe never. I don't know. But, like, because it's, 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 it's like a forced integration and you're forcing people to kind of mingle that mm, then they're, they're a little weary of each other because yeah. there's so much baggage there, you know? Yeah. So it's, it's, you know, I don't know.
1: Yeah, it was funny. He was at uh, when he was in Atlanta, uh I think he went to a strip club to get food. And of course, you know, got some dances while he was at right, it. Right, right. And this uh this Asian stripper came over and he was like, "Sorry, but I'm only patronizing black. <laughs> I'm trying to keep money in the black community for the next 3 days."
0: <laughs> in Brooklyn every year there is like a uh, a black owned business or like you patronize black owned businesses. Mm-hmm. Um I forgot like what month it is, but there is something where And most of it, I think it's in bedside. Okay. But yeah, like you just basically, the whole thing is to just be a patron of black owned business.
1: Yeah. Well, he, I thought it was cool because he actually did have a call to action. Yeah. At the end of it. Um, which was instead of Black Friday being that shit show Mm -hmm. for Thanksgiving, let's have Black Friday be Friday every week. Yeah. And make, and make an effort to support black businesses because he at the end, like he's, he plays his show. And there's a lot of white people yeah. out there and he, and he said, well, they're here to see me. Yeah. So maybe if they're really allies, they'll be open to this message because
0: it right. reminds me of, you've seen, I think it's the fourth episode of Random Acts of Flyness where yeah. the, the guy that, that develops the app for reparations. I don't,
1: <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember. I've seen it, but I don't remember.
0: So basically there's an app and he's like, so you download the app and if your family has any, had any interaction that they should owe you money, you can then, uh, oh get it from any white people <laughs> yeah, around yeah you? anonymously um yeah. put an amount or whatever i don't know it was just kind of it was oh because know. it was
1: like tinder for reparations <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. because if the white people who hit if the white people had benefited from yeah. your ancestor's slavery were yeah. near you i don't
0: know that just that 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 had me dying
1: yeah which
0: is weird it was just it was it, that show was great yeah that show's great. Um, it's a lot,
1: but it's really good. No,
0: I haven't even, I, I, have, I have to watch it and like wrestle with it for a week.
1: Yeah. Like I can't
0: watch it. And, yeah, like, I can't binge of. that. I can't binge that at all because it's, it's a lot. I, think I
1: got up to the last episode and stopped because I just, you? I watched too many in a row and it just <laughs> shut me down.
0: No, it's, it's, it's good stuff.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Random acts of flyness. That's a good one. I honestly don't know if I had even been exposed to the concept. I definitely had not been exposed to the concept of reparations because of slavery. Right. Uh, the, the only reparations I knew about were reparations for World War well, I and two. right? Yeah. yeah. And, it, yeah, it was only because of Dave Chappelle.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. The.
1: Tra- <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. This was uh, – it's funny like how I'm, every time there's a um, – because the last time – there's, there's it's, it's a discussion now. It's, it's being talked about. And even I think Elizabeth Warren was talking about it. Yeah, but it hasn't been a discussion since Bush.
1: Okay, so
0: Which one? The, the second one. Okay, there was discussion and probably prior to that. Dubs. Dubs, yeah. Um. So when I was like studying uh in academia, and that like we had like all these people were writing papers about it, and we would go to these conferences and listen to people talk about it, and there'd be these disputes, and people would be fighting about it. Yeah. But I don't like. I don't like. You know. Mm, I don't even know what that looks like.
1: Well, did you see just this week the the company that owns Krispy Kreme? And oh,
0: something happened. I didn't. I, I saw a headline.
1: Yeah, they I guess did research and found out they're a German company, mm-hmm. and you know found out that they um had benefited from slave labor yeah. from prisoners of war in World War II. Yeah, and so they they donated eleven million dollars to an appropriate charity. Yeah which that's that's a huge gesture yeah. um and i you know that's great but the the people's reactions to it were like i i'm going to get this wrong but if i they they have like 34 37 billion dollars yeah, something like, like that a small amount yeah it i mean the percentage of their of their income yeah. it was like 0.03% or something right. and so that's yeah how do you measure it yeah. do you measure it based on
0: well, you can't. How do you measure pain and suffering, how do, yeah. and like family ties well, being how you, severed?
1: How do you measure <laughs> the benefit over time?
0: Oh, well, it's like interest from the money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: with interest. Yeah, yeah, exactly for the you know the money that keeps rolling forward and yeah, the opportunity I, that rolls forward. And well, so I it was probably when we were in New Orleans, probably after the day that we had been well, to the to, um, to the Whitney <laughs> yeah. plantation. I don't know, we were at some bar and I think, like I was saying, it would, maybe it could be in the form of education. Yeah, I mean. But then I, I do, but I think education should be a value that's, you know, available to everyone. And then that feels very, uh, you know, all lives matter of me to say. No, I I mean, mean...
0: should, should education be free? Yeah, why not? But this country has like this, this idea of certain colleges mean more to other people than you know what I mean? Like, there's like a hierarchical structure of like, what's a yeah. good college? Oh, you went to Harvard.
1: Yeah. But then
0: when... Well, went, because
1: look no. at... Okay. <laughs> we talked we talked about the, scan, like, the, the scandal. The scandal,
0: right? So when people are buying their way in, does that college mean anything?
1: No, of course not. <laughs> so. I mean, no. <laughs> no. And I don't know why anyone was surprised oh, by no, any of it. Oh, I don't know. It.
0: I mean, I think Frank Bruni had an op-ed piece where he was like,
1: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Duh. Yeah.
0: You know, like.
1: No, the people who buy into, like, the meritocracy of capitalism, like, just, people just need to think for a minute, like, do you really think that just because, like, somebody's father or mother was rich, that they're automatically a genius? Yeah. And that's why they're in the best school? Dubs. Dubs? <laughs> Dubs. Dubs. Oh, Dubs, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, Dubs. Well, he went to Yale? Yeah. And before that, he went to Phillips Academy? I don't know. A Phillips Academy is like a high school that's basically a college.
1: That's where he was a cheerleader, right? Was he a cheerleader? He was a cheerleader. Oh, how sweet. <laughs>
0: um, I it's, mean, kind of awesome.
1: I think. No wonder people would like to have a beer with him.
0: No, listen, that guy. He's bouncing. <laughs> that guy, I'm sure, is a great guy to have a beer with. Sure. Talk baseball. Sure. And I've said this before, but not lead this country.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, it's. I I don't know who. I don't. I don't know how to. The I. I don't even mean it in a cynical way. Right. It's just so fucking obvious.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, I. What are we talking about? Reparations or no, well, college? No, all, <laughs> like,
1: no, the the money stuff. Oh yeah. I mean. I I don't know. Like, the, but there are people who really do think. You know, and I know them. I know them. They have. They have I spawned my friends. You know, that, oh, the, the people who run the business, right. they, you know, they know what's right. Yeah. They have the, I mean, it's the idea that like, like that the, the king, the king is appointed by God or the pope is appointed right. by God, you know, that they're somehow, you know, invested with this higher authority. And it's just a, it's just a scam. <laughs> it's a scam.
0: Progress. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, the the prog- the progress is being able to talk about it without getting your head chopped off. Yes,
0: definitely. I mean, we look. Uh, so, I mean, I want. I do want to like just venture outside of like the U.S. for a hot second we're yeah, a yeah. hot bed. Of, we're a hot mess in our. We have a lot of issues, but I, I wonder, like, where, like, you know, there are just. I mean, living and I mean, just think of like South Africa and, like what the eighties with uh, yeah, the apartheid apartheid and yeah. like the fucked up shit that went there like it's just like a whole other issue that we don't we can't even think about like i don't even like i don't even know much about like i know about it but like i don't know much about it
1: yeah so <sighs> yeah that was that was sort of a moment there in what the mid-90s where like the berlin wall came down and then nelson mandela was released and yeah sort of felt like a movement globally towards, you know, freedom. freedom. But I don't... Yeah, I'm not sure... I'm not sure what pre- precipitated the release of Nelson Mandela. Oh. But he he was in jail for 27 years, something like that. Was he in jail at all? Yeah, he, it was all the way from the mid-60s up until the late 90s. Wow, what did he do? He... <laughs> <laughs> he uh, was a member of organizations that were protesting the government, and initially they were peaceful, but then he also uh founded a militant organization and I'm not sure what they did, but that was that was the charge yeah, where yeah. they they put him away for life on or what was supposed to be for life
0: yeah,
1: and then eventually, I guess the i mean I think they were on the verge of civil war, and that's what precipitated his release because they Nobody. and there was a lot of international yeah. pressure too. And yeah. then he
0: became the first black head of state.
1: Yeah, he did. He was he was president from so he got out. Let me look. He got out in 1990, and then he was president from 1994 to 1999. And he held a lot of other positions besides president. But then he died. <laughs> then he died. <laughs> uh, he died in 2013, not that long ago.
0: Yeah, I I forgot what comedian it was. It basically said. Uh, I think it was Chris Rock. He says, you know, marriage is tough because as soon as, um, Mandela got out of prison, he got divorced.
1: <laughs> oh, oh no.
0: I don't know why. It just cracks me up. It's not even good. <laughs> it's not even a good joke. It just cracks me up. I don't know. I mean, that's, it, I mean, you know, it's funny. The only real, like the, like there's no real, like I'm trying to think of like some within our lifetime, something that, uh, I, I'm, that sticks out of being, like, a real movement. I think um, we, we, we were talking about gay marriage.
1: Oh, right.
0: That's, like, a big yeah, one. Yeah, that's that probably out. the the
1: biggest in my civil lifetime. rights yeah. element.
0: Um, yeah. In our lifetime. We're about the same age. Um,
1: so that was, what, like, in, in New York, it was 2011? Yeah. And then federal, it was 2015?
0: Yeah, and I remember when, like, I remember sitting uh, with Tracy in her kitchen. We were like, oh, all
1: right, go ahead, Cuomo.
0: (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? Do you? Like, no, it's important. Um,
1: The day it, um, the day it passed in New York, uh, Brian and our friend Michael, they went to the courthouse and just stood outside and like watched people come out having just gotten married. Yeah.
0: No, it's all, it's, 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 um, there was a movie. Do you remember this? It came out about three years ago. I think it was called Love and it was about the first interracial, um, Couple that was married and they got like oh, locked up, yeah. Um, and you know, it just reminds me of like
1: what is that? Is that miscegenation? Is yeah. that what that's called? Well,
0: yeah, when you have babies, yeah.
1: Oh, who sits around thinking about words for things like it's that? It's probably
0: a word that meant something else, and they were like, I like this word. It's always a southern, it's got, a pretty, mouth. <laughs> it's got a pretty mouth, comes out of your mouth, really. Was, was that
1: in the 80s?
0: Miscegenation?
1: No. Well, in some oh. places. Oh, that no, thing that well,
0: that was like the fifties, wasn't
1: it? I don't know. Um, I, I I was thinking it was a couple decades later than I expected. Yeah.
0: I no, it was like early on. However, it just it just um regardless, you know, love is love, and it's beautiful. That's that's my uplifting. <laughs> that's your uplifting No, it is, it is because it's like you know like people love people like stop being assholes. Yeah, it makes me happy. <laughs>
1: like. Yeah, it's a
0: good thing. You know, I I think what was that um man, what was that moving company that had that sign? If you don't support gay marriage, don't get gay married. Do right. you remember that? Like all these signs in New York that were just like like just making like you know, basically fuck off. <laughs> like
1: yeah, you know,
0: those things are. It's just I don't know. New York is just this weird on animal because you do you do kind of be in a bubble when you're here.
1: Yeah, when you're here, your family you're, you're hospitality. <laughs> I, don't know.
0: I don't know. It's it's funny. Like when I leave New York, I'm like, oh, <laughs>
1: like, Ooh. yeah.
0: You guys don't play nice. <laughs> like,
1: well, the yeah, I think like in New York, everybody. You you kind of you have to just live and let live.
0: Yeah,
1: constantly because there's just too many people.
0: You might get punched in the mouth. Yeah. Well, you (laughs)
1: how are you going to dictate how so many different kind of people live? And then I think in places where there's more, you know, homogenousness, it's easier to police people on an interaction by interaction basis because every you know because there's less difference.
0: Yeah, and I guess like if if. I don't know. I'm telling them like, if I have blue hair, yeah, and I'm yelled at, well, you're gonna yell at me and this person with blue hair, right? right? Because there's more of people with blue hair (laughs) to kind of stick together, right? And we feel like, and then then all of a sudden, if you have a lot of people with blue hair, then you have
1: a nursing home
0: or an identity (laughs) to like, you know, forge something. You're forging a unity or something. I don't know. Where maybe you're the only person with blue hair, and Piccolo, Mississippi. I don't even know if that's a city. Tupelo. Tupelo. Not like Piccolo, better though. <laughs> new memories. So, ah, oh. do you have any new memories?
1: I do have new memories. Just last night, I went over to Anna and Devin's house, oh, okay. our friends' yes. house. And, um, they have new babies, new babies, new babies, yeah, they're um six weeks old, wow, twins, wow, <laughs> Maya and Ryan, oh, yeah, and they are very small and um fresh out of the oven, <laughs> and, they're and tasty so cute. to eat <laughs> they're so cute i oh. i haven't I haven't held tiny, tiny babies yeah. in a really long time, scary. Uh, it was, they're not bad. They're pretty scoopable. And, um, and they have such different personalities. It's so cute. Yeah. Already
0: at six weeks, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The
1: Maya's, um, just sort of alert and looks around all the time and her little brother. Well, he's, he's not a little brother. He's little and he's a brother. Yeah. He just, which sort one,
0: of, which one came out first? I
1: don't know. Oh, I don't know. maybe he might be the little he brother. He might be the little <laughs> yeah. brother. Yeah. But he just sort of burbles.
0: It's good. And she'll be the. Middle child.
1: <laughs> oh, that's right. And Sean. Yeah. I brought them some little onesies Aww. and uh and I brought Sean this little hobo mug with a dinosaur yeah. on it that said his name. Okay. And I brought Anna Cadbury well, cream eggs because that is what she likes. Well And Devin got nothing. Well I was gonna bring him a sausage because that's what he likes, but then that seemed too random, so
0: You should just have like <laughs> one sausage in your hand yeah. and be like, This is for you. <laughs> But you also took a bite out of it, right? Like, like, <laughs> I couldn't help
1: myself. Oh, uh, yeah, no, it was great to see them. Um And you know, I know you all out there don't know them, but they're awesome. So it they was are great awesome. To see their, and
0: I'm glad See their, is, their their
1: family almost doubled.
0: Uh, I know, like, yeah, like you have twins. You're like, all right.
1: Yeah, I know it's so obvious, but I was like, Anna, you made more people, not even yeah. like more person, more people. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Ice is coming. Check their passports, birth certificates.
1: <laughs> they're pretty white. They're pretty white. Well, Anna's, Anna's Jewish. Yeah. I mean, yeah. but they're, 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 they're all a pretty blonde and blue eyed family. They are.
0: Yeah. I, I, no, I didn't say papers. I said passport.
1: That's the same thing. I don't know. This <laughs>
0: all right. Well, that's, that's all we got. That's, that's all we've got. That's all we've got.
1: <laughs> if you would like more, though, you could get in touch with us. BrokenCores.com.
0: Yeah. Email. Email. Twitter. Twitter.
1: Facebook. Facebook?
0: Facebook. Oh, Facebook, yeah.
1: Patreon. Yes,
0: thank you, Patreon. Yeah. For members.
1: And uh, that's it. That's all we got. Alrighty, all righty. Have right. a good week. Thank you. Have a good week. We'll see you.